Good morning, listeners. This is the Creative Brother, and I want to thank you for listening in, as always. Uh, today is going to be uh, fun. <laughs> I always say that, don't I? And this is episode number 30. Uh, again, thanks for listening in. It is early. I have already slurped my coffee. I think I've already had uh, big, the, the coffee cup I had, the coffee mug is like two cups at once. So, and I only started drinking coffee at like 50, uh, 53, 54 years old. So about five years. I haven't been a coffee drinker my entire life. So, and I only drink it once a day because I can't take too much caffeine. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm, I'm already worked up. I just works me up some more. So thanks for listening in. This is going to be fun. Um, Here's the title for you, and then we'll get started. This is a fun one for me. Here it is. Hidden geniuses aren't so rare, and you know some. (laughs) Here we go again. I always do this twice because of my speech impediment. Hidden geniuses aren't aren't so rare, and you know some. This is going to be fun today. Here's why I'm doing this. This is one of these things that you get a trigger and then you get triggered and it's always been in your brain and then you get a trigger and you say, you know what? This is a good time to do this because I got a trigger. I was just doing some reading, um, I don't know, a few days ago. Read another article about a young person that was attending college, like, you know, preteen, going to school full time with the, with the young adults and grownups. You know, just a little hidden genius. And I said to myself, okay, you know, we celebrate this. When I say we, you know, the world, right? But I, in, in my life, I have been um, exposed to such things and people in my life. I look for these people, okay? So I have experience with these people. I didn't take two weeks to do a deep, uh, a deep uh, think tank analysis here. <laughs> I only took a few days, and what I say by that is, is in between my other things, I, I scrabble down, you know, stuff, points to be made, and then I finalize my stuff, and then boom, here I am. You know, it's not that big a deal. It's a process. But the thesis is, hidden geniuses aren't so rare, and you know some. It's the title and the thesis of today's conversation. This is fun. I, I wrote down just a few things. Um, but this came also from experience too. So it's not as much um, think tanky except for numbers and some analysis on commonalities between uh, of, of high IQ people, no matter how old they are. You know, child all the way up to, uh, well, baby, all the way up to, you know, old, right? <laughs> There's some common things. So let's get started. Um, that's, that's what got me going was the, you know, this young person, um, it just took my mind to, to, um, um, my experiences. I'll speak around me and talk about generalities. You know, if you've noticed, that's what I do. I try. Let me get into some numbers so you can understand how hidden geniuses aren't so rare. And you know, some, let's just take America, 360 million people. Okay. According to the last census, I think they missed a lot of the Hispanics, right? <laughs> 50 million more. Okay. But let's just go down to the to the 
And when I'm talking about numbers and IQ, I'm talking about when I say genius, genius level IQ. Okay. Mensa is a society where you join, you pass a little test and you get in. Believe me when I tell you, the, the Mensa society has a minuscule amount of people associated with it. A minuscule. So if any of you are listening there are members of Mensa, okay, fine, good for you. I'm not a Mensa, a member of Mensa, but I'm in this group of people that I'm talking about. See what happens when you become the creative brother? You have to start <laughs> telling people about you. And I'm okay with that because I've been doing this for almost a year now. It'll be a year in November that I've been doing this and I had to reveal myself. Sorry, I just did in, in order to be effective. And for me as a person, it helps to uh, shed all these, you know, get rid of all this, all these secrets. All right. So let's just get down to the numbers so you can see how hidden genius ain't so rare. And you know some people. 1% of 360 million is 3.6 million people. That's the upper room right there. That's the upper room, okay, of uh, IQ. Okay, you get, I'm just going to go through some numbers so I can, you know, as precursors to this conversation. Okay, 2%. That's still the upper room. That's 7.2 million people walking around America. Let's get to 3%. 10.8 million people walking around America. You see where I'm going, listeners? It ain't so rare. Mm-mm. 4%. 14.4 million Hidden geniuses walking around America, you know, causing chaos. Five <laughs> percent of three hundred and sixty million is eighteen million people. In the you know the five per, the upper five percent of gene of uh, of the of uh, IQ, <laughs> you know that's that's something, right? Eighteen million mofos. In America, walking around. <laughs> okay, let me just skip to 10% and skip. I mean, I'm not going to do numbers for all of them. Let me just go from 5 to 18 million and then just multiply that times 2. 36 million people and aliens are walking around just in America. And when I say America, the United States of America. I consider America all of it. Latin America. You know, Central, North, and Canada. <laughs> Canada's part of North America and South America. I consider that to be America, unless you put something on there and say South, Central, or North. Okay, ten percent of of uh, the United States, thirty six million people are hidden geniuses. They are in the upper ten percent of the IQ in this country. That's a ton of people. A ton. That's why you know hidden geniuses. You know more than one. You know, you know some hidden geniuses. Okay. So that's my point there. Just from the numbers, you know, you start at the upper room at 3.6 million. That's quite a few people, right? And you get up to 10%, which is still the, the top 10%, 36 million hidden geniuses. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> it's crazy. 
Okay, let me get to the next point. This episode is not going to be very long, be honest with you. You just can't, I can't beat you up enough with these, with, I just, this is one of those topics, after a while you start feeling like you're getting beaten up. <laughs> like, wait a minute, he's beating us up. He is beating us up. Okay, no, we're not doing that today. This is for helpful stuff, okay? Okay, so what do they need? I have quote and end quote around they. Okay, they support every time I see something on, you know, a young kid um, in the situation that I read about the other day. You know where my mind goes There's a young person that was identified as a high IQ person. You know where my mind goes? The support system is excellent. <laughs> That young person has an excellent support system. It might not be the parents, right? So let's, let's, let's differentiate on what I mean when I say support system. What I mean is, is um, the people who put, help put that person in the place where they are now. When you're 10 and nine, you can't do that on your own. You get recognized. Now, what you say is, is you say yes. That's what you need to do as a child. Say yes and see where it takes you. You might have people that can take you up three, four steps. You might have some folks that can take you all the way up to the top. Get you into college, right? Free and all these other things. So it just depends on the people around you, your support system. I mean, that's the first point is that he, these, these children and others like them, they have excellent support systems. And maybe the people on the periphery fought through the blockage of the parents. That happens a lot. The parents are not geniuses. <laughs> that, that DNA wasn't from them. That came from Aunt Jenny. Aunt Jenny was a hidden genius. In some kind of way or another, he got some Aunt Jenny. Okay, remember, you don't have all your parents' DNA on either side. You might get some stuff from a cousin in your tree, uh, in, you, okay? Or the uncle who made the billion dollars. Everybody else is an idiot. You got Uncle JoJo's doing some of his stuff. You, you, you're good with math in some kind of way or another. You never suffer from having any money. You always have a, you know, $300 in your pocket <laughs> or whatever. So that's what happens is the DNA. You know, you get, you get some stuff from somebody on your tree. And there you are. You other parts of your family, they're not six six. Everybody else is five eight. You're six six in the NBA. Right? No no one knows. And they're asking your mama, is that you? Who is this daddy? It can't be that little short man right there. Mm-mm. So yes. Support systems are excellent. Uh give these people what they need. They need support systems. They need opportunities. The people who are listening to me right now, all of you know, you, you, you feel me. You know who your hidden geniuses are. It might be you. And right now, if you're feeling pain because you didn't get the support, take a deep breath and, okay, you had enough time to feel sorry for yourself. Ten seconds. <laughs> That's all you get. Now it's time to be a support system for others, for those other hidden geniuses that you know are geniuses because if you are one, right? You know when you see it. You walk, you get too close to one, you start feeling 
you know, impulse, like somebody, like you stuck your hand in the light socket. You can feel it. I can. I, I can feel genius. I can look at a child and just hear her talk for a few minutes and hear her reason through some stuff. And, and I know this, this child is extremely intelligent, extremely and then I look at the mama and the daddy and go, uh-oh. <laughs> Where's that support system? Okay, so they need opportunities. And what I mean by that is opportunities to shine. But the first thing a hidden genius needs, especially very young, is love. Love. They are not like the other children. You got that? They're just not. And you can't love all your children the same, right? Have we learned that as parents? I only had one. So, but I've always given my time, energy, and efforts and love to others. So I do it with foster kids. I understand that I can't deal with each foster kid the same way. One wants to try to hustle me out of $10. The other one's telling me about how he's getting ready to do this and that. And I have to handle each one differently, right? Give them different kind of love. You know, so they need love. They need to understand that, you know, talking about some stuff over and over again. The other folks think, you're nope, you're just different. You got a big brain. They don't. <laughs> they, they, really, they need to understand early what they're operating with. OK. And you get lucky if you have people around you who can create a support system for you that you need. Oh my God, it, the average person's just not working with it. You know, just, I'm sorry, listeners. They just aren't. And I'm not coming down on the average everyday IQ of 95 to 105. That's the average IQ, 105, you went to college. <laughs> You're working hard. You're working hard, man, to push out, you know, anyway. So, and another thing, listen to them. Please, don't treat them like Cassandra, <laughs> okay? <laughs> from, the Greek, from the Greek tragedies. Listen to them. Here's a thing I want to talk to you about, listeners. A genius child can help an entire family move it up. And a genius child can help an entire family move it up if someone listens, okay? Um, I have in parentheses, hear them, hear them, listen to them. I guarantee you, you're gonna get some stuff out of there you can use from a child. Because what they're gonna do at child level, they're gonna break down a problem and give you the most simple, you can do it solution. Oh, they're going to tell you what you're missing. When you over there with dad, what about if you did this and pull the rope this way? And you look at that little girl like, what the? And you give her a hug and you can't figure out where she got it from. It didn't come from you or your mama. I mean, all her mama. You, when, you, when you see that, you have recognized genius. Simple. Okay? Now, take, her, take it from there. Challenger. See how it goes. I got some stuff here written down. You know, I want to I get out of turn here. 
Okay. Next point. This is very, you know, as I talk to you, I'm feeling that this is very important to me. Hmm. Interesting. Point number three. Hmm. How to work with hidden geniuses. At work. Recognize and put that to special use. Special use. Let me give you a personal story here, listeners. I used to manage uh, in my pro- on the project side of my of my dual career. I moved up to manage big things, but along the way, I did some big things as part of some big things, some first things, first time things, and all of that. Didn't know it at the time um, that they were the first. You know, I was the first to do it and all this other stuff. Shouldn't have been able to do it, but I did it and didn't know that I wasn't supposed to. There's a lesson learned there. And at the end of the day, what came out of all of my experiences by the time I got my turn, very young in my 20s to oversee and lead people who were all older than me, mostly, was put people, you know, recognize their skills and and ask more of them. Ask more of the individuals who had these particular gateways, what I call brain gateways. More doors opened when you talk to them. They understand. And they're willing. So, these people, just like I was done, and I don't know if... Hmm, What I don't know if the things that I was asked to do that I wasn't really supposed to be able to do, I really don't know if the people were doing it, if the person was doing it because they recognized what I might be, my capabilities, or if they were setting me up to fail in in one or two of the instances that I could talk to you about in, in details. It could be a combination of the both, you know? But I succeeded and I learned to open, you know, to be, I just learned very young to and appreciate a great mind and the willingness to do stuff. You know what I mean? There's two separate things, but when you put them together, oh my goodness, a great mind and willingness to do stuff, try. Okay, those two things together, man, you can conquer earth. You really can. So... Put people to special. If you're a boss, you have a business, you have a kid out of one, you got three kids, one of them is just really, really bright. Hear them. Put them to work. Put that brain to work. Let's see how far it can go. Okay? At home, I just kind of mentioned that. Hear them and help, help maximize the people around you. Those, those big brain people. Help them maximize that go out of your freaking way okay you never know how far that person can go and you get you you will benefit now you don't do it for that reason the universe will see to it that you get rewarded okay listeners (laughs) again this has become very personal for me very very important spouses that are listening 
boyfriends and girlfriends and friends of hidden geniuses. Some of these people don't realize that they are who they are, okay? Because they just don't have the same troubles as others. Um, the main thing is to support them and expect more from them. Just expect more. They'll give it to you, okay? Let me give you some common traits of the hidden genius. I didn't have to stray too far from the, for these. And I also did a little um, homework to see if my thoughts were shared by others, quite honestly, especially on the science side of things, because you know I'm the creative brother, right? <laughs> I'm not just slinging my opinion at you, not alone. My opinion comes from research and blah, blah, blahs that get me to a point to see whether or not I should take you in this place where I think we should be going. And if I find that I shouldn't, I don't, you know? So here it is. They don't struggle as much as everyday, with everyday life as most do. Just figure it out. The hidden geniuses, just figure it out. Just figure it out. And remember, let me get back to the numbers again for you. Okay, let me get 10%, 36 million. Let's just keep, let's just talk about their everyday, their everyday hidden genius. <laughs> 36 million everyday hidden geniuses, okay? Let's just talk about that group because that encapsulates the rest of them all the way up to the upper, uh, the upper room, right? 36 million people in this country, in, America, in, in the United States. They don't struggle as much as with everyday life as most do. They just, just figure it out. That doesn't mean all hidden geniuses are, you know, uh, you know, I, kicking ass in life and, you know, living living mansions and have plenty of money and, and you know, everything's, they're the healthiest people. No! We're talking generally speaking here, right? They just don't struggle as much with everyday life as, as, as most do. They just figure stuff out, you know? They're also very helpful to those that would listen. <laughs> But most people treat you as Cassandra from the Greek tragedies. You know, yeah, well, yeah, okay, you're right. You're right. When you get a you're right, they don't mean it. They just want you to shut up. That's right. You're on to something. Huh, maybe I'll go try that. Now, those are true, but you're right means shut up. <laughs> so when someone tells you you're right, you're, you, you failed. You didn't convince them. They just want you to shut up. Okay? But pretty much that the, the hidden geniuses want to share their knowledge with you. And, you know, me at 59, I mean, I'm the creative brother. I have learned only two out of ten people are listening. You know, and are willing. That's it. Two. So out of a group of out of a group of a hundred, twenty percent, twenty people are the ones that are gonna take what you say, hear it, and might you know act on it. Everybody else was just entertained. <laughs> they were Russell Crowe. Okay, they were entertained. Okay, just that's it. Walked out. Man, it was fun, huh? Where are we going for dinner? <laughs> that's it. Move on to the next thing. Here's the one that's important. The hidden genius understands everything. You got that, listeners? 
they understand everything. You're sitting down, you're, you're sitting across the table from a hidden genius. You're talking about the theory of relativity. And they'll go, huh, okay, yeah, I've, I've read about that Einstein. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm. It could be someone that you wouldn't even think would be... It could be, let's say it's a housewife that you think that, you know, spends too much time worried about some things that uh, shouldn't be worried about. And then you start talking about some stuff like this and then you find out she knows all about that stuff. She just not, she ain't a chirper. She doesn't chirp all the time about what she knows, right? But if you get into a conversation with her, oh my goodness, you get left in the dust. <laughs> you get left in the dust. You thought you knew some stuff. Mm-mm. Bonnie, Bonnie knows stuff. You read it in an article and you regurgitate it. She knows this. Okay? She understands. She understands. She goes, well, you know, it's theory relativity to me when I see it in my brain. Now, as soon as she says that, you're like, what? See it in your brain? <laughs> what? I don't see it in my brain. And you're like, uh-oh. And then she goes, yeah, you know, it seems to me it's the same as a drain, you know, in the bathtub. I put my kids in there and the water's draining out and it's going around and around. It's concave shaped and it all must go in like a black hole. It all must go in. Nothing comes back out. But, you know, gravity is the same thing. You get into that little bowl shape because, you know, space has been bent by mass. You bend space, so it's like a bowl. The, the the sun or a planet, they make a concave shape. So if you get in that bowl, you're bound to get, you got to get out. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, Bonnie, where'd you go to college? And you're like, oh, such and such a junior college. And you're like, wow. Now you look at Bonnie differently now. You're like, oh my God. Uh, call Bonnie, ask Bonnie. <laughs> what does she think? You're doing the right thing, listener. When you find out Someone that you didn't think knows some stuff. You need to recognize that and you need to take advantage of that. Bonnie knows some stuff. She's just not a chirper. She doesn't go around chirping what she knows. Now, but now, you know, you better call Bonnie, ask her some stuff. Bonnie, what do you think about this and that? Well, hmm, I was thinking about that this morning. You're like, well, wait a minute. What, how? Now, you know, Bonnie's deep. Bonnie, Bonnie's deep. Okay. All right. And they understand everything. Ask a child if you really want to figure out some stuff. Huh. I remember a little girl. Oh, you know what? I can't tell you. I don't want this podcast to be too long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I met a little girl in Northern Virginia when I was there and in the grocery store. And she gave me some advice that at her age, she should not have been able to give me in the store with her mother. I was a stranger. You know, looking at eggs. And I didn't feel like going into the eggs and picking out the one that's broken and getting another one. I was just trying to find one that was all full. And she looked over. She goes, sir, if you just take the one out over there and take the bad one out and put the other one in, you won't have to do all of that. And I looked at her and I wanted to kiss her. (laughs) She was barely old enough to talk. But she had a grasp of language. She was a toddler almost. And she pointed and said this and that and touched the egg. And her mama just, her mama knew. Her mom knew. 
And I was just like, oh my God, I wish I could give this lady my business card. Cause I was at that time running some stuff that was 360 people, you know, yeah, we were doing some stuff and you see it every day. I'm not going to say, but right now with the hurricanes, you're seeing it, what we did, what we were doing, what I was, what I was overseeing. Okay. You're seeing it. I appreciated that. That little girl has been in my thoughts since 2000, since two, 1998. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So the next one is this. Many, many hidden geniuses, they do struggle with finding paths that really appeal to them. And they try many things, you know, in their efforts to, to, uh, to find that. And it's more of a brain thing. What makes your brain feel good? Let me just explain that to you. It's a feel, it's dopamine. It's just dopamine. That's all it is. It's just when you feel good, dopamine, you know, you take drugs, you get dopamine. You, you know, smoke some uh, cannabis, you get dopamine. See someone that attracts you, you, you get dopamine. It makes your body feel good. It's the same thing for a, for a, for a, for a hidden genius. Just, you, you just need to find the path that makes your brain emit the dopamine, makes you happy. And until you do, you just keep going, okay? And it's a personal thing. So you see that, which gets me into the next point, restlessness. Hidden geniuses, their brains just never stop, you know? A lot of hidden geniuses have insomnia. Let me give you a, let me give you a um, solution to my insomnia, which is inherit, which is DNA going back three generations for me. I had to learn to go to bed early, 10 o'clock, between 10 o'clock, 10, 15. Get up early. That's why I'm up at four in the morning. Sometimes 3.30, 3 o'clock, between five and six hours. I have that short sleep gene. I've never needed more than six hours used to be four hours until I turned 45. Then I decided, you know what? You need an extra hour. You're 45 now. Work on getting that extra hour. Then I started going to bed at 10 o'clock. And, you know, I got to five. And I worked between five and six hours a day. That's what I work on. My battery is full. Like over full. Okay? Over. This morning, I got, I got uh, five hours last night. That's it. I got up and said, you know what? I'm tired of this. And I got my butt up. Got up. Restless. Restless. I get a lot done. When I get done with this episode, I'm working on my development projects, okay, in my hometown. I've decided that I can't wait to do phase two after phase one sequentially. I have to do it consecutively, okay, because of the uh, upcoming infrastructure bills and the three trillion dollar this and that. It's when it gets put out, you're going to have to be ready. So I'm not ready for phase two. So I have to get ready. So in order to create a community investment fund, I have to do some precursor things so I can get people in my life to make it happen. So in order to get to that point in the project, I have to do all my stuff as the creative genius, so to speak, you know, and then get it ready for all these other people, all these other people who are going to help me get there. Right. So I have I got a lot to do. I don't have time between eight. I mean, I don't have time to be honest with you. So because of my insomnia and my restlessness, I'm able to be able to go. I'm going to be able to do this. You watch. I'll keep you. I'll keep you updated. And the last thing. 
a hidden genius and this is just speaking to the on on, on average and I'm in the business of selling tank truck equipment when you see tank trucks and trailers they deliver they load transport and unload uh, liquid and dry bulk products but my equipment is also used for all kinds of stuff underwater all kind of nonsense all kinds of nonsense so I really hesitate to say transport because that makes people think trucks is way more than that way more than that but I know when I talk to people who are the, who the geniuses are they have to reveal themselves to me because of what we're doing and I hear it and let me tell you the conversations are very easy between if you allow a hidden genius to re to reveal themselves to you without saying oh you're a hidden genius you just talk about some things and uh, let them hear them hear them okay they can move an entire organization up and I have up in capital letters up if they would, if you, if the organization would trust that hidden genius's brain, trust it, put an upper end, an upper and lower limit on it, a right side and a left side of the road on it, but trust that brain. If you have more than your organization, if you have more than one, these people can move the entire organization up by simply being helpful. They don't have to be in charge. They really don't. All they need to be is listened to and heard. Okay, I'm gonna leave it there, <laughs> right there. <laughs> let's 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 finish this. Okay, I have had so much fun here, and um, I didn't mean to. I didn't plan on revealing myself in this podcast episode. Dang it, the universe did it. You know, I might not even put this thing out. <laughs> I don't really like this, but. <sighs> This is what you do when you decide to call yourself a creative brother. Sometimes you, you slip up and some stuff comes out, right? There it is. Let's summarize. What are the steps here that I'm talking about today? Recognize, support, listen to, and get benefits from the hidden geniuses in your lives. It will be so easy for you. Just hear them. Quit treating them like Cassandra from the Greek tragedies. The Cassandra and Apollo story. Go look it up. Don't be Cassandra. Okay? Own up to your end of the bargain here. Cassandra didn't. And she got cursed. If you have hidden geniuses in your life and you know it, own up to your end of the bargain and hear them. I ask you myself, listeners, please do that. You will benefit. You really will. If you have a little child, teenager or whatever in your life, and they keep giving you good stuff, and you're like, oh, my God, I can't. Listen to that stuff. It will be helpful, especially if you're not getting it done for yourself, right? You keep missing stuff. You're an everyday human. Keep making mistakes. Typically the same ones over and over, right? In different forms. A lot of people choose the same kind of boyfriend and girlfriend over and over. They just look different. <laughs> All right? But it's the same essence of a person. You're attracted to that. That's why. You have to fight against it. Got to have a plan. How do I not do that? What do I do when I recognize it? Run! Most people don't have that kind of plan set up for themselves. They just live life. 
fall into the same traps over and over. Hidden geniuses can help you get out of those, out of those, you know, rotations that you keep making. So there it is. I hope I've been helpful today, listeners. This podcast went longer than I hoped that it would. <laughs> and if you're listening to it, that means I decided to publish it. Okay? I want you to have a great day, and we will talk again.